Welcome to Insights, a production of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Insights is an audio podcast that provides perspective on the opportunities and uncertainties facing investors today. Today's program, the Market Insights Notes on the Week Ahead. Hello, this is David Kelly. I'm Chief Strategist here at J.P. Morgan Funds. Today is January 21st, 2020. Among the card games of my misspent youth was a game called Pontoon. The rules of Pontoon are very similar to Blackjack. The object is to get as close to 21 as possible without going over. However, the difference with Pontoon is that while 21 points in two cards is still the best hand, a five-card trick is the second best. Now, the idea of a five-card trick is to accumulate five cards which still don't sum to over 21. So once your dreams of a quick jack and an ace are dashed, you tentatively keep drawing cards from the pile, hoping to avoid the high one that will put you out of the game. At the start of 2020, the bull market in equities is continuing, supported by a long and slow economic expansion. However, we will need to continue to draw low cards in terms of key economic variables if this benign trend is to continue into 2021 and beyond. What makes this difficult is that the first card is a high one, namely the length of the current economic expansion, now at 10 years and counting. The fact that this is the longest expansion since at least the American Civil War does not, of course, doom it to collapse. However, it does suggest that growth going forward will be even slower than the 2.3% pace this expansion has averaged since its inception in the summer of 2009. This simply reflects supply-side constraints. With unemployment already at a 50-year low of 3.5%, there is limited scope for further declines. And this, combined with an essentially zero growth rate in the, act- in the working-age population, means the labour supply will be a real constraint in economic activity. In addition, relatively weak investment spending in 2019 has limited growth in the capital stock, which should, in turn, limit productivity growth. On the demand side, real consumer spending should continue to grow by close to 2%, following a 2.6% advance in 2019. However, investment spending and exports may continue to lag, and government spending will also grow more slowly, held in check by both budget and labour supply constraints. So household formation should keep home building in check also, despite last week's very strong December housing starts numbers. Still, economic growth for both 2020 and 2021 could round to 2%. Over the course of 2018, payroll employment rose by 223,000 jobs per month, and this fell to 176,000 jobs per month in 2019. This latter number will likely be revised down next month, and job growth could fall further in 2020 and 2021, due both to softer economic growth and a chronic lack of workers. This lack of workers, however, should lead to a modest acceleration in wage growth, notwithstanding a weak reading on wages for December. Higher wages, in turn, should encourage some continued expansion of labour force participation, and the unemployment rate could dip to roughly 3.2% by the end of this year and 3.1% by the end of next. Even in a slower-growing economy, the unemployment rate should round down to 3%. After spectacular gains in 2017 and 2018, corporate earnings grew much more slowly in 2019 and will be challenged over the next two years. Put simply, rising wage costs could erode margins, and stock buybacks could add about 1% to earnings per share, compared to roughly 2% over the past two years. While changes in oil prices, the dollar or taxes could all impact profits, if these stay steady, then operating earnings per share should not outpace nominal GDP growth of about 4%. This brings us to the fifth and most important card, inflation. In December, core CPI inflation was just under 2.3% year-over-year and has been relatively steady for the last six months. 
With wage growth steadily creeping higher, there may be some upward pressure on consumer inflation in the months ahead. Indeed, it is quite normal in the late stages of an expansion for inflation to edge up even as job growth slows down. In addition, in November, the gap between core CPI inflation at 2.3% year-over-year and the core PC deflator at 1.6% year-over-year was unusually large. This gap is likely to close over the next year, reflecting a biannual reweighting of the CPI basket, pushing the deflator upwards towards the Fed's 2% target. Any significant surge in economic growth, rise in oil prices or decline in the dollar could accelerate this process and push a reluctant Fed to tighten before the end of the year. Higher interest rates, driven by higher inflation, could, in turn, spell real trouble for the bond market, the stock market and the expansion itself. However, provided inflation stays close to 2%, this low growth, low unemployment, low interest rate expansion, and the financial market gains that have been built upon it, should continue into 2021. However, there are plenty of risks embedded in this forecast. Investors should maintain a cautious and diversified approach in case the economy stops dealing a steady stream of low cards. Well, that's it for this week. Please tune in again next week. And if you have any questions in the meantime, please reach out to your J.P. Morgan representative. This content has been produced for information purposes only. And as such, the views contained herein are not to be taken as advice or recommendation to buy or sell any investment or interest thereto. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the recipient. The material was prepared without regard to specific objectives, financial situation, or needs of any particular receiver. Any research in this asset has been obtained and may have been acted upon by J.P. Morgan Asset Management for its own purpose. The results of such research are being made available as additional information and do not necessarily reflect the views of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Any forecasts, figures, opinions, statements of financial market trends, or investment techniques and strategies expressed are those of J.P. Morgan Asset Management, unless otherwise stated, as of the date of production. They are considered to be reliable at that time, but no warranty as to the accuracy and reliability or completeness in respect of any error or omission is accepted. They may be subject to change without reference or notification to you. J.P. Morgan Asset Management is the brand for the asset management business of J.P. Morgan Chase & Company and its affiliates worldwide. J.P. Morgan Distribution Services Incorporated. Copyright 2018. J.P. Morgan Chase & Company.